A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark. It what? has been three years. It's our third anniversary. No three. guest. No guest. Just family, as just, they say. Indeed, just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Third year anniversary. Three year anniversary. Could you imagine? Who I knew? couldn't. That's crazy. I was like doing a post this morning and I was like, oh, episode 137. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> but it's actually more than that because it of the Patreon. More, yeah, yeah. The pa- I don't even know how many Patreons. Like two years worth of Patreon? Almost. I think in September it'll be two years. So we've probably done over 250 episodes for sure. Close to that, yeah. Oh my God. So, oh, who knew blather, we could talk blather, about blather. blah, blah, blah. Who knew we had so much to say? <laughs> um, well, how exciting. It is exciting. Are you like a, do you like celebrating an anniversary? I, I'm bad at them for myself. Like, I'm bad at celebrating, like, personal anniversaries or birthdays. Like, you don't remember or you don't care? I don't care. Oh, I see. I feel, like I feel weird celebrating birthday, them. Oh, I don't you care don't at all. Care. No, no, no. You'd prefer not to have it addressed? More or less. I mean, like, I just feel awkward. Do you not like being the center of attention? A storyteller? I do. It feels like on my terms, I guess. It seems absurd to say you that. You like to set. <laughs> I like a proscenium. So you there wouldn't you like this whole like Queen's Jubilee thing. If there was something like that for you, that would be. If well, I mean, if I could book it, sure. In the street? If I could, if I had her budget, sure. If you could, like, I would love to have a party as long as I pay, like, as my guests didn't have to feel like, oh, they had to pay for something or they had to bring anything. If it was like, hey, here I'm throwing a party. All you need to do is just show up and celebrate and be like, I got the in and out truck coming. Exactly. Yeah, I got <laughs> an, an open, open bar. bar. Uh-huh. You gotta have an open bar. <laughs> I mean, if you're planning on. a wedding, you don't have an open bar. Cancel <laughs> like, the wedding. Boo. <laughs> You're doomed. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I feel. How about you? Do you like a party? I like um I like going to like a dinner. Sure. Something a little like more, a more intimate. Yes. I don't more want low-key. a party all for me where there's like forty people there. What about like a bar where there's like uh two hundred people there? No. Uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> Unless like we just did a show or something. You know what I mean? Like sure. Uh, but not just no. I would never I've never told anyone we're doing birthday drinks for myself. Okay. I've done like, hey, everyone, I just want to go out to dinner. Sure. And here's and a it. select I like that people. level of like, because you could still, there's probably like a cap of what, like 15 people for like a dinner, uh, you know? Yeah, that's a big dinner, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can you can definitely keep it intimate. And also you like it because you don't have to be, because you don't like hosting. I don't like hosting more I than- I love hosting. Uh, yes. We've <laughs> Excuse <heard>. me. No. <laughs> Let's just say I don't like hosting more than one person. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, I do. I was like, I live in a studio apartment now. So like, well, it's, it's physically difficult yes. to have more yes, than- that's a challenge. One person is perfect. Well, sure. You know, <laughs> I've been your guest, and it has—it was indeed perfect. You're it correct. It was indeed. We had a yes. perfect, wonderful time. Perfect, wonderful time. Played some Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Who won? We did. We did. <laughs> exactly. But no, I'm not a huge. I mean, I like this. This is exciting. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> well, this feels like there's like I didn't just like we didn't just like wake up and then it happened. Like we've done. We've put in the week. <laughs> you know what we I mean? Logged in the time. The receipts are there. Yeah, like someone who did nothing was just on, on a couch for. a year not accomplishing it not that there's anything wrong with being on a couch for you like that's just, they get the same birthdays and anniversaries as anybody else oh you know i what say I mean? so you like this, this milestone because this is more accomplishment this is like yes we haven't given because most podcasts probably don't make it past episode five <laughs> i maybe i don't know that statistic but i'm sure that I there's it's like a certain pretty, dropout that is pretty a, steep after yes, five and i think we are probably i think we are probably truly in like the top one percent of all <laughs> podcasts because there are so many failed. there are so many failed but like people do like so. i want to do a podcast and I'm like, oh, this is work. <laughs> right. Oh, we still have to do this? Right. Like doing it by yourself, I think, would be very hard. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. Like, because we do, we are able to share, we share responsibilities. We do. And we're fine with that. We're f- uh, yeah, absolutely. I have no issues. The division of labor is working for everybody. <laughs> No complaints to the HR department at no, all. No, no, which is me. I would have gotten them. <laughs> oh, he would have the gotten end. them. Yes. <laughs> um. But you know it's uh, it's cool. I mean, of course, I'm, we miss Alec. We do miss Alex Arche, beloved. Yeah. He was our producer. initial producer. He really taught us how to how to fly, how to how to record and edit. Yes, but now you can just see him on Instagram. He's doing a lot of rock climbing. He's doing a lot of rock climbing, a lot of surfing, uh, snowboarding. That's it. Surfing in the snow. That's uh huh. Yes. Yeah, but we've done most of it in the pandemic now, too. That's and we true, are in yeah. person, we should say. It's yes, we are right now us. in person. We're this looking is... right at each other. There's no <laughs> delay. But we are talking about Boat Trip. We are. John, what's the deal with Boat Trip? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Boat Trip. Directed by Mort Nathan with a screenplay by Nathan and William Bigelow. And after Nick makes an insensitive remark, his travel agent decides to get some payback by sending him and his best friend on a cruise for gay men. As the true nature of their situation gradually dawns on them, they start to get over their feelings of homophobia and meet potential mates in the form of a gorgeous model and a dance instructor. It stars Cuba Gooding Jr., Horatio Sands, Vivica A. Fox, Rosalind Sanchez, and Roger Moore. It was released on March 24, 2003 and made approximately $15 million on a budget of $20 million. More importantly, it was a major critical failure. It has an approval rating of 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Brutal. Roger Ebert wrote, This is a movie made for nobody about nothing, calling it so bad in so many different ways. Not only does it offend gays, it offends everyone else. A reviewer for The Advocate wrote that the film was too terrible to even protest. <laughs> and Richard Roper said, If the ship hit an iceberg, I would have been rooting for the iceberg. And finally, it was nominated for two Razzie Awards for Gooding for Worst Actor and Mort Nathan as Worst Director, but both of them lost to Jiggly. 
And that oh. is the deal with Boat Trip. Now, we've been talking about Boat Trip for like over a year now. It's the yes. final <laughs> negative, the crown jewels. Yes. It's mm-hmm. one of the... Th- Crown one of the two crown jewels categories. Negative fifty percent if this is the movie. But John, I'm curious. How would you what were your expectations before like what I had I had not seen this movie at all. I knew it was terrible and dumb. And I it was terrible and dumb. You knew it was I knew it was homophobic. It might be terrible. You didn't know for sure. I didn't know for sure, but I knew the the. I mean, I knew that word on the street was just really bad. Also, we should say we did try to do this movie almost a year ago. Yes, and but we found out that we could not. There was no copy of it anywhere. There's no, there was no way but to we rent had it. Some wonderful listeners provide us with multiple digital files. We, uh, you really came through, listeners, and yes. we really appreciate that. I also happen to have the DVD, which my sister found in a discount bin for like five dollars somewhere and bought it and too sent it to me. It was too much too money. Too much. But there also were extras on the DVD that are oh, interesting. Not interesting. You'd think they might oh. be interesting, but in fact, not interesting. The opposite of interesting. I but see. we could talk about some of those. But uh, I, it was exactly what I had heard it was and here's the thing too it it i almost wanted it to be badder like it is true that it's just so dumb yes like it's it doesn't even like make you angry like i think i no. now pronounce you chuck and larry made me angrier than this movie that's also longer it is it's like longer 40 minutes longer. but this one was just even though i think this one is more offensive than i now pronounce you chuck and larry I don't know. Like this one is just kind of like, well, it's just stupid. Like who, it feels like okay. it was written in the eighties exactly. by like ninety year old men. Right. It just it, feels like it. So it's just like this. There's no like I'm considering the source. Like uh, what do I care about your opinion, Bo Trip? It's not even like <laughs> what do I care if you say something offensive? Like you're a moron. Right. So I'm not even giving you the. Be- I don't, can't even bother to be offended. I think the Advocate review was right. It's so just stupid. Yeah, it's absolutely and, stupid. Inept. Yeah, mostly inept. Absolutely, like nothing makes sense. I was, I think you're right. Like it does sound like a. There are bits of it. I was like, this feels like an '80s comedy. It feels, in some ways, I feel like Roger Moore comes out the most unscathed, and I think it might be because he at least he's like British, and this felt like a British sure. '70s '80s. Like there was like farce, a sex farce about it, but definitely. they never do anything. Like they never no. do like mistaken identity or like you have to pretend to be a chef now or right. they just do like you just have to pretend to be gay and that's it. But and there's also never like, any you're squirting uh, excuse lotion me? on oh. women's back. There's a lot of that. There's a that lot is like of- a third of the jokes is. Is that uh, Horatio Sands screaming? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Because obviously, this movie wasn't written as a vehicle for Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. and Horatio Sands. Like, and what you know what I mean? Like, no one's like, oh, this comic duo. Like, and watching it, I was wondering. I wonder if this, like, could you imagine a world where this was maybe like um, David Spade and um, Chris Farley? Could I imagine a world? Yes. (laughs) Where like that almost like I it would still be bad, but I feel like oh maybe there's something that made more sense to me in a way. I guess, but even now, like if you two straight guys ended up on a gay cruise, just like I think, who cares? You know what I mean? Like I 100 agree. Such an unusual, crazy person to be freaked out about that. I agree. And also, I think like I don't think this is even that offensive to gay people. It's more offensive to straight people. Like, look how <laughs> stupid you are. Look how like sure. dumb and like panic. How insane you are, you are for insane. no reason. Like, yes, the gay people don't. Yeah, there's like stereotypes, but also it's like a cruise of a thousand people. There's going to be some flamboyant people. There, in there. there are, That's okay, yeah. You know uh-huh, I mean? Right, but exactly. But they came off almost unscathed. I would. Th- I think like straight men are like the biggest come out looking the worst. 
I agree. So of the three of these, what do we call these? Crown Jewel negative what, The ones that we've movies, had. We had... Damned, Movies of the Damned. We've done Cruising. I and now then it pronounce was, you Chuck and Larry. What I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, we did as a last minute thing. It's been, but it's just been cruising and boat trip. Oh, okay. But then we did kind of quasi do it as. Right. So we did in three, lieu of. How yeah. would your rank, what would your ranking be from best to worst? I think of those three, cruising has the most potentially interesting, interesting yes. stuff in it. So I think it is the best movie. It's I think, the best movie I think sure. the way cru- cruising fails to me in that it's vague in two different ways. And I think it could get off with being vague in one way, but not both. Oh, you're going to get off if you want to it. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry and Boat Trip, I think, are probably on the same level. Boat Trip just seems dumber to me. And in some ways that makes it, I'm more, I have more affection for it in that way. You know what I mean? That it is dumber. Uh, like, I guess oh, so, like but a, I still like don't like it at all. It's like a teacup poodle. You're like, you're just a little fucking moron. It doesn't know what's happening. Sure. It's just in its own world. Like, And where nobody is taking this serious. Nobody's laughing either. No. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> yeah. moved I can't imagine who thinks this movie is funny. I don't know. Mort Nathan, who was a writer on Golden Girls. What happened? I think he probably just had a script from the 80s. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> probably, like, yeah. Don't change a thing. <laughs> But no, I think I would put this mid. This is like, this is a better movie than I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I wouldn't watch it ever again. I Correct. was miserable watching it the whole time. It was, I had to stop and take a break several times to watch it. The this digital movie. file I had was also in like very pixelated. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm and sorry. Very, we should have loaned you the DVD. I think it's okay. Um, so it was like literally hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I missed anything. No, this is not a movie that it's like, well, the cinematography was at least interesting. But if I had to choose between this and Chuck and Larry, I would choose this any day. Like if you have to watch one of them again. Yeah. Chuck and Larry, remember I've seen the three. You've hour also cut seen that tw- several I've times. I've done yeah, yeah. my time. You okay. So you you're coming from there. Sure, that makes sense. I've logged I've done my <laughs> Chuck and Larry hours. I've done the community service. If the I receipts crime, are there. I shouldn't have to go to jail. Because I've seen the three unedited hour cut version. Of I now pronounce Chuck and Larry twice. <laughs> in the same day. In the same day? In the same day. You should have been able to commit any crime you wanted for the next forty eight hours. It's the purge. Yeah, exactly. Brought it's you to a purge, purge place. Yeah. I've been brought to the purge place. <laughs> yeah. So should we get into it? We're just going to score so. ourselves. We're just going to score ourselves. Has the, the spreadsheet been adjusted for that? Yeah, we just don't because it takes the average. So you just don't put the third one in. Oh, okay. We gotcha. just leave a blank. All right, good. It's, just wanted to clear so those listening at home will know. Well, like a zero wouldn't affect the average. Yes, it does. I mean? If you put in zero. like if, Oh, I see what you're saying. But no, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's just blank. There's no info. You gotcha, know gotcha. I mean? All right, We're just going to it literally blank. Fair. Wonderful. I'm in charge of the math, remember? <laughs> <laughs> You're in charge of the spreadsheet. I'm, the spreadsheet is in charge of the math. This is true. <laughs> but I'll know if something's wrong. Will you? It might take a minute. I think so. All righty. Um, well, John, the first group of categories we're going to go into are the canon categories. Oh, tell me about those. Well, for these, we're each going to give a score between 0 and 100. Then we'll take the average of both of our scores. Okay. Oh, I should mention, we're oh, looking yeah. for the gayest movie ever. <laughs> oh, yes, let's return to our mission statement. But I think we'll do the bottom. So, yeah, so what are the bottom? Yeah, we should go, both give our predictions. We love starting with the bottom. <laughs> um, I like to end at the bottom, but all right. Oh, interesting. Uh, I just want to relax. <laughs> <at you. laughs> all right, these are current lowest five, least gayest movies ever. And I'll do okay. from... Uh, it's 150 to the movies, bottom. So I'll do it from 149 because two of those are tied. Okay. All right. All right. At 149th place with a 19.07% is 
Sabrina, the 1995 version, in 150th place with a 16.44%. What about Bob in 151st place with a 16.12%? Kramer versus Kramer. And tied with a 16.10% are When Harry Met Sally and Goodwill Hunting. So I got to say, you got it, John. There is. <laughs> There's stuff in here that makes me feel like this might not be in the bottom five. No, I don't. Absolutely not. Except for the crown jewel. That's true. I guess. We'll but we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll see what, we'll happens. See what happens. I still don't think it would be because I think it. I think it'll probably end up in like the 40s. Yeah, 30s or 40s sound about so right. So then, even if you take it, the bottom right now are like 16. percent Yeah, it would have to be. You know what I mean? I don't know how those numbers quite work. like. It's not half a percentage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. All right, right. We'll see. This is where we get in the weeds. I wish I knew math better. <laughs> oh, we'll finish at the bottom with this one. <laughs> well, let's get into the first group of categories. Are the canon categories of the voting sets? Okay. We're going to have a score between zero and 100. So, John, the first category. How would you rate Bow Trip on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? Well, we got a bunch. It's actually, are any of these characters developed? No. No, but none of them are, really. Nobody is. But are they any of them given an arc? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> is there a more no, cursed really on-screen gay couple than Will Ferrell and Artie Lang? Oof. That is the most offensive thing. That was the most... Of, so it starts in a ditch. I think... Well, fire. here's the thing. There's a way in which it's almost like brave in that you're not having like two like GQ models, but it's also like, but they're horrible. And like yeah, have them be brave. A- it's also not brave to not have GQ models. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there was a time, and I think also like Sarah Silverman's TV program. She thought she was being a little brave because she was like, "Oh, the two gay couple, the gay couple, these two guys aren't what you'd normally see as gay sure. couple." But also, it's like, but you still cast two straight actors. Yes, but there, I think there was a way in which like they thought that they were being that. But I don't know. Artie Lang, you read the, I'm sure you read the IMDb Of course, that they, he said no to a kiss. Which is like, cool. give me, a, yeah, I mean, fuck him. Then why are you doing this movie? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, you need the health insurance? I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Didn't he die? Did he? Oh, John. Well. I don't think so. He I might think have. I think he's someone who's been close a lot. Um. Oh, God. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's alive. Okay, phew. Uh, but oh. yeah, I mean, we have those characters. We have Lloyd Flaversham or Faversham, Hector, Sonia the coach. I thought was a lesbian. I think she's just open to anything. Yeah, played by Liz Shea, Groundlings legend. Groundlings legend. We she just because she was a little Street. too handsy with her for her, her charges. Sunscreen yes. team, sun tanning team. But there's lots of them on the cruise. But it seems like most of them are played by the ones who have lines are all played by straight people. Yeah, like all the, the people part. in that gambling circle that he yeah, became friends with. Yeah, and even the guy across the hall, the drag queen. Oh, Hector? Yeah, is played by a straight man. <sighs> Fuck this movie. It's sad what it makes you like, Hank Azaria looks like such a progressive <laughs> choice. Yeah. choice. <laughs> like, oh, at least he had some nuance, I guess. Like, when that character has nuance compared to <laughs> right. anything. That cartoon had more nuance. Yeah. yeah. But there's lots. But are these any of these actually characters? Well, that's the thing, too, is I didn't think anyone was making a choice. Like, they were all just like, oh. Screenwriters didn't make a choice. Directors yeah, nothing, didn't yeah. make a choice. <laughs> the actors certainly didn't make a choice. No. But I was almost expecting worse Cart. You know, I was almost like, I was expecting worse portrayal. So then when I finally saw, I was like, oh, this isn't that. Bad. It's not like I almost wish. I think you're right, and that I'm this because this movie did feel like it was written in the '80s, and that feels like that's where it could have happened, yeah. and that's where like it would have made the most sense that the that so much of it was just freaking out because like in the early '80s, that idea it would have been, been more predatory. It, it would have just felt yeah. more like, oh my god, this is like 
Like such an overwhelming concept that that's kind of all you could think about. It would have been like that SNL Schlitz beer. Schlitz gay. But you almost wish like, oh, I wish, not that you wish it was that full 80s thing, but it would be more interesting to see that unadorned, unadulterated. As a time capsule. Exactly. But this is just like straight guys are thin skinned and worried all the (laughs) time. And And if they just play poker with some gay people. And are also terrible to women. Awful. Awful. Artie Lang is a sex criminal in the movie and elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I would say. Uh, Read that there's a Daily Beast article. Just do (laughs) Horatio Sands Daily Beast. Tell you everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what do you think we should give? What are you going to give Botra for actual gay characters? I mean... Characters, I think. There's like gay extras. And there are some. But yeah, just characters... But even the gay characters are not the top are not top of the Excuse call me? sheet. Oh. The only one is Roger Moore. Yeah. Who I do think he understands he's doing trash. He's he, I mean he, he said he only did it because he wanted them a vacation. More power to him. And he yeah. got a house out of it. I yeah. <laughs> I do think he gets the level of like winking knowing in his He knows exactly like how to play it, so he's yeah. fine. So he walks out unscathed. I did like he did make me chuckle a couple times. A little too, bit because yeah. he's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think because there are gay characters, but they're so minor, I'm going to go 30. These aren't minors, you're saying? Correct. They're all of age. They're Roger Moore age. is of age. Last time we checked, <laughs> a 30. Yeah. You know what, John? I'm going to go 32 as well. Correct. So giving it an average of 30, which is eight points higher than, you guessed it, Paddington 2. <laughs> all right. All our right. next category, gay icons. How are we doing for gay icons? Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay, who you, I really feel bad for her, this character. I it's do. just one of those characters that they don't exist anymore, where someone is just like so horny. <laughs> they just get off by like a mere touch of anything just, and like, like a hot pipe. Right, yeah. I guess the joke of her character is like funny rapist. Well, I thought, wasn't it that she was just uptight and then Horatio sort of Yeah, but then she's her? like, doesn't let him go. She hasn't pinned with her. And like, then she's like writing his face and as he's like that screaming. That seemed like unintentional horny to me. Unintentional horny? Like it was meant to be her being aggressive, not horny, but there was just this sort of horny... Are those mutually exclusive? I don't I don't think the horniness was... I think we were... The, I think the, it was intentional within the movie, but I don't think the character in that moment was intentionally doing something that was horny. What do you think she was doing? I think she was trying to like stop some guy who was raping her in her sleep. Lynn Shay? Yeah. No, she liked it. But like she, I, I don't know. Remember she like put her shirt over his head and was like rolling her head back and moaning and groaning. <sighs> Maybe I walked away at that moment. John, <laughs> how many times have you got things wrong and I just take your word for it? <laughs> My God. I, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Uh, There's also Viv K. Fox. Sure. She's great. Kill Bill. Of course. They mention Liza. They do mention Liza. And Johnny Mathis. Uh Uh-huh. Also, cruises themselves. Do you think that they're gay gay icons? There are gay cruises, but do you think it's like an iconic? I don't, I think a cruise, and the word itself. Sure. um, I do think they're a minor travel. Like, if you had to do the gay icons of travel. (laughs) Let's just oh, say we're doing that. You would put a cruise. Sure. Yeah, you put a cruise before hot air balloon. Sure. But I don't think would it's like. Know? I'd put a cruise over a train. Although it depends what kind of train. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I put a cruise over the Concorde. I would put a cruise uh, over an RV. Sure. 
So I'm just saying it's not nothing. But it's not like you but I don't feel like what that's like the their iconic gig. I don't feel like tra- I don't know the gay's form of travel. I mean a helicopter, just- I don't know. Private plane, that private jet. Just can't come up with anything. I think you've care. made a ridiculous thing of like, what's the gayest form of travel? Yeah, it's a thought experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a reason to gay cruises are not. I just, I don't know. I just don't think they're. I mean, it's right there. A gay cruise. What do you think is like the iconic gay cruise movie? Um, I don't know if it exists. Okay. Well, that's you know, but it's, it's iconic though. There's a lot of iconic gay things that have not been made into movies. Uh huh. You know. Sure. Like, uh, where's the Johnny Mathis movie? <laughs> I'm sure someone's Where's Liz's on. biopic? <laughs> Liz? Liza. Liza. <laughs> I okay. call her Liz. <laughs> well, you know how people call Martin Scorsese Marty? I call her Liz. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so what do you think for gay icons? Gay icons. Yeah. Pretty grim. Eight. Eight. What was the song Cuba Gooding Jr. does a... His drag act too, but right, it was something like um, it wasn't. I will survive. I'm coming. Out. They do talk about I will survive. You talk about I will survive. And what was there was a cruise activity because Cuba Gooding Jr. character falls in love with a choreographer. She's but the they're dancer, putting yeah. on a show, but the show is put on by people on the cruise. People on the cruise so are. Is that a in cruise it. activity where you go and sign up to be like we're gonna? I have rehearsal every day for this sh- pageant at the end of the cruise. Maybe that's so weird. I'm sure it's some cruises. I have to go and do work. Well, you don't have to if you want to. It sounds awful. Some people want that. You don't. You notoriously do not like a choreography rehearsal. Notoriously. Notoriously. Well known. It's in our writers. No choreography rehearsals. I'm art. just bad at choreography. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you rehearsed, you'd be better at it. I did. I, when I was in a, a, a young preteen, I was in musical theater. I, uh-huh. did, I did children's theater. And you, I did okay. some choreography. I was in the chorus a lot. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you remember any of it? Any of the, it was a lot of, they said, step ball chain a lot. Step ball change, yes. <laughs> oh, change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not chain? No, no. I was it's a like step ball weight. chain. No step ball change. Well, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I could follow along. And it's fun. Sure. Like my dream, <laughs> uh-uh. my dream is to do, like, the most fun choreography is like the group choreography in the Mamma Mia movies. Where uh-huh. they have people of all shapes and sizes just sure. having fun. It's like not super complicated. Right, right. But we're it's all easy, doing it but together. We're all doing it together, and that's fun. And that's fun. Sure. And you're listening to ABBA while you do it. And you're singing ABBA. And first. you're singing. Yeah. To me, that sounds like that's a, that seems like a blast. Okay. I don't need to be lifting people up or like spinning <laughs> a camel, a, <laughs> a chair, a cane back chair, what do they call those? <laughs> sure, sure. I gotcha. Have you ever lifted somebody up? Of course. Spiritually? <laughs> and your show, in fact. Oh yeah. Who? <laughs> I sang "You Raised Me Up" by Josh Groban. And you lifted somebody up? No, uh, spiritually. Spiritually, I did. you did. Yes, I did. Yes. Did you sing it to my mother? To your mother and her best friend. That's right. Well, that's fun. <laughs> no, that's fun. We had, we used to have fun. We. <laughs> uh, so you're giving it an eight? Yes. How about you? I'm gonna be generous and give it a 19. Okay. Given an average of 13.50, which is about 10 points higher than Dead Poet Society. Okay. Good riddance to Dead Poet Society. <laughs> this is the last time we're doing this scoring system, so I don't have to see that anymore. All right, our next one: the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? It's not. Not they are very horny for Cuba Gooding Jr. for his butt. They keep, yeah, they are make a. But even then, it's not shot particularly. No. Well. 
Because there's no like sense of definition. Just like, yeah, he does have a nice butt, yeah. but it's Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, they're not like making the most of it. They're just like, oh yeah, there's his butt. Nobody yeah. is, comes off attractive in this movie. I mean, like the, the models, the bikini, yeah, the models. bikini models are about it. Yeah, the but camera person doesn't know how to make a guy look sexy. Yeah. Um. So it is not horny. I got a five. A five. I mean, is there anything that feels like, I mean, like, yeah, there's some of the guys, like sort of the background people. But and they're just like good looking, but they're not even like well shot or like. No, it just looks like people. I mean, you do see a lot of like guys and speedos. Yeah, sure. And some jock, a couple jock straps here mm-hmm. and there, but not a, nothing you couldn't find. You could find a lot better elsewhere. Oh yes, and that there's literally nothing. For sure. <laughs> like, how are you even going to watch this? You right, you can't even find torrent. it. I yeah, yeah. found dead torrent links. Thank God, some <laughs> listeners helped me out. Um, I'll yeah, I'll give it a five. Sure, who gives a fuck? Uh, <laughs> give it an average of five, which is the lowest, even lower than God damn it! All I want <laughs> is Christmas, Christmas, aka Christmas, aka Finkelstein's Christmas. That has a five point six seven. <laughs> your grandmother's house we go has a seven point three three. Nice. Well, that had a hunky love interest. I yeah, think. exactly. I remember, there's some. Uh, yeah, there's uh, a cute guy in that one. All right, the next one. Entrances with pizzazz. I thought the neighbor, Hector, when he first came he in, there was a little bit. doing a conga line. That was fun. I would ha- have you ever had someone just like... Come into my room. It's such a sitcom-y thing. <laughs> just walk in and do a conga People burst in like doing a show. <laughs> Hello. Well, you lived in New York with theater people. I, I did, guess. yeah. Did that happen a lot? Not so much in my apartment, but maybe a dressing room, sure. A dressing room, yes. I would say that is not <laughs> unusual at that point. Right, but like but in my... Your apartment. no. Have you ever burst in like singing a song? I don't think so. Not Maybe at the Flynn family Christmas. Like just walk in, start singing. I mean, I can see you doing here's like the thing. Christmas. I can't remember it. It sounds like something I would have done though. I'll say that. Yes, I believe you. Okay then. So we are we're agreed. We're agreed. John enters a room singing, especially at Christmas time. Especially Christmas time. But yeah, it's not a. It's, uh, this is where pizzazz goes to die. This movie. Well, it just doesn't have any energy yeah i don't know there's a way in which i'm like watching i was like there almost could have been something fun here but no (laughs) i wonder if but did did you find yourself that at all like in your brain trying to be like could there be a decent version of this like even if it doesn't have been made like in the 30s like a true and the height of the screwball (laughs) comedy right you You had to have like that era energy that also helps by having it all be coded and you know where it's all like subtext and more winky and like they're forced to be more creative (laughs) in that way and more and they add better writers <laughs> right i mean that would that. be funny if they had if that was the concept and they just couldn't mention it they're like we're on a bachelor's cruise like that would kind well, of like, be you funny know, like a lot of tennessee williams stuff they're all gay but no one's really yeah, yeah, gay. you know yeah. what i mean but it's <laughs> right gay. right blanche dubois yeah it's a woman yeah you know what i mean like it probably would have been sure. better because like it doesn't make sense for anyone to have any of this like panic or even when this movie came out in 2003 for god's sake yeah Will no, and Grace had been on the air for how many <laughs> we years? We knew, yes. Going down the toilet or the mm-hmm. progress. Megan Mullally done. Wasted. <laughs> so what do you think for Andrews with Pizzazz? I only have that conga line. One. Yeah, that's the only one I have too. I will go. But we both remember it. I'll give it a 12. Well, we just watched it last night. That's know. true. But still. I'll give it a 7. Give it a 9.5, <laughs> which is the lowest. Next lowest. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> All right, the next one. The Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this will give Mike Pence? I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Like, does I, in some ways, I think. Does like, this comfort him or does this. 
Yeah, but like the gay, I feel like he probably thinks gay people are worse or more aggressive than this shows. Yeah, I think he probably thinks like this movie, he gets why people would think that way. Like, well, of course Horatio Sands is going to behave that way if he's on a gay cruise. But then he would also probably think it's gross how Horatio is like lubing up these women. So slutty with women. Yeah. Sure. Treats them terrible. I don't know. I don't know if he'd have a problem with treating women terribly. Not that... (laughs) I mean, yeah, he might say these are all someone's daughters, but I don't think he actually cares. <laughs> no. But I do think just the concept of a gay cruise would uh, freak him out. I think just a cruise, just being out in the sunshine that's would freak true, him that's out. That's true. He's very pale. He's, He's paler pale. than I am. He's pa- yes. And you're Irish. <laughs> very Irish. I think, yeah, I think it's a thing of like, he just doesn't want to watch it. I but mean, it's not on like, that, we're in agreement. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. For the first that way, time, yeah. Uh, All right, Mike wrong, Pence. Mike yeah, yeah. We should, I mean, we're probably having anxiety for different reasons about this movie. Right. But I don't even think it's that bad for it. I don't know. I agree. It's like, it's almost like he gets the movie, I think, a little bit more. I think he forgives it more than other people would, if he that makes sense. Maybe this is pretty funny. I don't even know if he thinks it's funny because so much of it is sort of sexual crass. and just, and you know, and crass and all that stuff. But I think it's like, well, I understand why yeah. someone having gay panic. He would have a tougher time, I think, at Boogie Nights. Much tougher time. Yeah. I will say 28. 28? Pretty low. I think he's kind of like, well. See, I'm going to give yeah. it a 70. You think it makes him that nervous? Which is all the sex. It's all sex focused. It's all sex, sex, and. I guess you're right. Outside I'll of go, marriage. I'll go 42. I'll change it 42. 42. Making inroads. <laughs> Giving it an average of 56. All right, the next one. Hell on Heels. By this we mean feisty ladies. Well, we got Vivica Fox and uh, Rosalind Sanchez. As the choreographer, the love interest. Yeah, she's Would on she heels. That? She is, but I wouldn't call any of these ladies particularly like... I think Vivica Fox sort of a little. is. She just kind of browbeats. She, I mean, she is just sort of like, I mean, like, that's the thing, too, is like, she's this like, cartoonish, shrillish girlfriend. Yeah. Who, like, yeah, we don't think Cuba Gooding Jr. should like, be with her. She's not the hell on heels we like to celebrate. Exactly. She's, she's uh, the misogynist. But, <laughs> she's the misogynistic. <laughs> exactly. If anything, I feel sorry for the actual actresses in this movie. Like, they are the actresses themselves. You survived, you got through it. Right. You made bow trip. You can now move on. You you got through. You they also, it. I imagine they all thought like when they got the shop, it's like, oh, it's like I, the set is going to be like a bunch of gay guys. Like this is going to be a really fun, not creepy movie set to be on. And it was probably the creepiest, most like Upsetting. male gazy, yes. ugly, gross, lewd set they were on is my guess. Yeah. I just keep thinking like if you, if this came out like when I was a teenager, a preteen, right. you know, uh, and was hungry for any like gay content whatsoever. <laughs> right. I would be really disappointed by this movie if you put this well, movie. Of course, on, it doesn't deliver in any. There's not even like a gay sex scene. Well, or even like a gay like a gay person really comes in and like helps either of them. Yeah, like like that's what you sort of think Hector is going to do is be the person who like at least is like a fairy godmother to them who's like oh right, but instead it's just Horatio's like yeah I played poker with these guys I guess they're nice I guess they're not so terrible right like what were you thinking coming in yeah <laughs> Westboro Baptist or something God so what do you think for Hell on Heels John I will go for Vivica A Fox eighteen eighteen legal. Uh, I'll go 12. It's pretty pathetic. <laughs> Given an average of 15, but you know what? That's 11 points higher than Dead Poet Society. 
Okay. All right, the next one. Chosen Family. How are we doing on Chosen Families here? I mean, is every gay cruise a Chosen Family? Does, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's a family necessarily. Doesn't Roger Moore say something? Is he family or something at one point? Maybe. I'll give it two points for that. There's nothing about family in this at all. You don't want to be part of this family. You want to be out of this family. <laughs> exactly. Don't You'd invite me ever again. Manson family. Thank you. Um, for the gay cruise itself, you know, that's people from different backgrounds coming together. They're a family for a week. Okay. You're sharing dinners with them. That's you're true. You're all assigned different tables, that's you know, true. and you're, you're mixing it up and you're doing activities with people you wouldn't otherwise. Sometimes have. it's an opening number you're doing with some people you don't know. Please. Closing. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a 15. Uh, give it an 8.5, which is 0.5 points lower than Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> okay. All right, the next one, Macabre. How macabre is Boat Trip? I mean, it's mere existence. I thought its existence was going to be. The existence is macabre. I think the fact that it was impossible to find. There's something macabre about that. Like it almost seems like it should be like it. You think it almost feels like, like this is a movie that has death. blackface in it something or something elicits. like that. Something that like shouldn't be in it. Like the, the day the crown, clown died or something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just like, oh no, it's just a bad movie that it's didn't make any so money. so dumb. Yeah. It's dated and there's nothing funny in it. Yeah. There's no reason to want to watch it. Ever. Because there's even like. I'm surprised it made $15 million. Which seems huge. It does seem huge. It's also at a, it was like the number 10th movie that weekend. And it was at a time pre-streaming. So it, it was more, people were more likely to go out and see dumb things. We had, we weren't. And also like Cuba Gooding Jr. had just won an Oscar somewhat recently. Hadn't he? I think so. That was before the, yeah, that was for Jerry Maguire. That was like yeah. the late nineties. I always thought William H. Macy should have won though. For year, Fargo. Oh, uh, we could go back. I think after his post- Cuba's post-Oscar movie, I think, was... Um, Snow Dogs? Snow Dogs. You're right. They say it's a curse. That Best Supporting Actor Oscar. Really? Because Hallie still did take her it. Catwoman. Sure. You would? Not me. <laughs> I mean, there is, like, sexual assault, that massage scene. Where That's true. All of the massage scenes are technically are assault. And they also, like, disparage, like, sex workers at one point. Yeah. So, but it's not macabre in like a fun. It's way. just too dumb. Yeah, like even him like sh- shooting a flare gun and grounding a helicopter full of models should be dark. Should that be dark, John? I don't think it should. <laughs> should that be? Dark I mean, like that's that's their <laughs> that's their plot twist. Is that your is that your directorial? Like, what tone? was that card on the on the board that they were like, this happens? Okay. Well, it seems sometimes they're doing like real cartoony, um, very wildy coyote but, road And runner. then they're doing like uh, slamming doors, farce stuff. <laughs> but then they're doing uh, women are gross. Right. Then it's like uh, meatballs or something. Yeah, it's uh, all over the map. Yeah, because there were moments where I was like, "Oh, it's trying to be like airplane, like the stuff with the boat captain and the and the and the uh, looking yeah. at the what are they called binoculars? Binoculars. Those are the words, not opera glasses. Binoculars. There we go. <laughs> Classic mistake. What though. is the question? Macabre. Macabre. But it's just not macabre. It's just so dumb. It's so dumb. I'll give it a six. Six. But not even fun dumb. I agree. Like that's what was ultimately disappointing about it was that it was just like, this is just stupid. It's not like dumb, like a movie like Cruel Jaws, which everyone I don't know that watch. one. It's an Italian uh, horror movie. Okay. That repurposes footage from other sharks' movies and attacks okay. for their movie. And then they <laughs> nice. just wrote 
dialogue scenes around that existing footage. Perfect. That is dumb, but right. in a delightful way. Yeah. This is not very macabre, though. I'll give it a four. Give an average of five, which is one point higher than Paddington 2. Okay. All right, the next one, dramatic lighting. I mean, they had like a drag show, and there was something about like their cabins on the... But even that just felt oh. like a game show set. Yeah, it does look like a game show. There was... Oh, looks I like mean, there's like the flair. The flair, there's something sort of dramatic about that, I guess. I guess. But it didn't seem like anyone was making a lot of like choices. No. Just like make it, it's just studio comedy. Just studio comedy, just clear visual lighting. Everyone's in focus. Yeah. <laughs> we can really hear these jokes. There's no mood whatsoever. No, no, no. Nobody wants that. Yeah, I'll go eight. Eight for the flare. I'll go seven. Give an average of 7.5, which is, oh, not as low as Princess Switch, which got a four. And that out of focus Christmas lights. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite. <laughs> All right, finally, the last of the canon categories. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend Boat Trip to a gay person? Uh, not at all. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Right. As, oh, guess, like, as to I say, like to say, I mean, everybody. That loophole. Yeah, there's not even a something like with cruising, I would say, like, oh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's I definitely would say. worth watching. Yeah. You know, and or even something like Windows or uh, there are a lot of other yeah. movies that you're like, oh, it's bad, but there's something interesting there. There's something funny. Or even like it says something about the time, that it was moment made. it was made. This yeah. doesn't even feel like 2003. No, it feels like 85. It feels something. like the early 80s in 2003 but they're not making a comment on if it if anything this movie needed more cocaine maybe yeah a little more manic energy it needed energy it needed something a choice <laughs> more nathan <laughs> give him a cup of coffee come somebody. on God. um would you recommend this over chuck and larry or <sighs> equally zeros i'm trying to remember with chuck and larry what you gave it no well what I did i give it i know you could you. find it I mean, Chuck and Larry had some gay people playing gay roles. So in that way, I will give it something. You gave Chuck and Larry a th- unlikely to recommend to a gay person. What do you think you gave it? Uh, five. A three. Okay. I gave it a one. I will give... Which seems generous now. <laughs> One's pretty bad. I will give this... Let me just say, if you really want to see how far we've come, if you really want to catalog... But there's not even that. Like, it's not even... Yeah, because it doesn't quite reflect 2003, even. And it's not even, like... No one's even giving an interesting performance within it. Like, there's not, like... You want... Like, Roger Moore is good, but, like, there's... There's a way in which you could... Someone could maybe have stolen a scene or had a good moment, and they just don't. They couldn't give these scenes away. No. I'm gonna go... I think I'm gonna go one on this one. One! Um, I'll go one as well. Just if you're really, if you're into like uh, S and M, you want if you like pain, but but not even like the S and M kind of pain. Yeah. Not what's the S and M kind of pain? Like more of like a physical or mental, as opposed to like the pain of watching media mediocrity. I guess, but it's yeah, sort of, sort of. It's just like a shitty movie, though. It's just a shitty movie. I'll forget I saw this uh, tomorrow in a few hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as we're done, we're done this, I'll never think about Boat Trip again until it's time to promote the show. Uh, all right, now we are into the wheel category. Spinning wheel. Spinning through 
So these categories are categories the previous guests have brought in. We put it on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. So we're going to spin it. What are we going to do? Spin it. We're going to spin it once. We're each going to spin it once, and we're each going to pick a category off the wheel, and, and then, then you and I, you and I will come up with a category. With okay, a category. fun. All right. So, Mark, why, since we're in person, why don't you spin the wheel? Okay, this will be fun. Yeah. There it goes. Self-loathing. Self-loathing. I mean... Not enough. <laughs> right? I mean, I think nobody really has any self-loathing. I guess maybe Cuba Gooding Jr., his character, feels pretty pathetic after he's, like, dumped six months later. Well, He's dumped six months later. Then we cut to Vivica Fox in her place, and she still has, like, a framed photo of the two of them where she's ostensibly like moved on but clearly hasn't I guess that is what they're saying I guess not but why would you still have a framed photo of your I ex? guess that was the telling thing of like hey wait I saw this framed photo here so maybe I guess I haven't moved on is good maybe it's a very dense written by character uh, study. Uh, Harold Pinter I mean you could just say like the movie itself is self-loathing I don't think it is though I mean that implies right emotional investment from the creators and i don't really feel like anybody <laughs> right. cared about any of this it clearly just feels like a paycheck movie for everyone involved from top to bottom so to speak as it were could you say stretching will ferrell by sending these two on a gay cruise as a gay man that was sort of self-loathing to punish them with something like a gay cruise which he ostensibly would like no Okay. But you saw that there was some validity to the stretch, though, right? <laughs> Not really. No. A little bit, though. Because I think he thought, like, fuck these guys. I'm going to send them on a gay cruise. Right. These homophobic guys I'm going to send on a gay cruise. Right. And as a gay person to do that, isn't that kind of a self-loathing act? I don't think so. Because I think it'd be funny to, like, send, like, a real conservative person trapping them with a <laughs> chip full of gays. <laughs> sure, sure. I guess. Still feels like, well, then all these gays have to deal with this homophobe. They're outnumbered, though. That's You'll be true. fine. The homophobe is the one who's going to be living in their cabin the whole time. I hear you. I will go two. Two. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I'm going to go zero. Okay. All right, John. Did you have anything you wanted to do? I had a few that I thought could work. But the one I'm going to go with is from Ghost, and that is Bold Lip. A Bold Lip. Explain. So the love interest of Horatio Sanz's character, she is a model named Inga. And there's a scene mm. where she is eating ice cream, but she has a right. ton of lipstick on. And the lipstick gets in the ice cream, Ew. and she continues to eat her lipstick-stained ice cream. That's disgusting. And that made me as ill as anything else that was happening in the movie. And so in that way, that really stood out to me. Ugh. In that she was just well, eating Well, John Waters this- said, eat your makeup. There you go. It's one of his earliest films. <laughs> All right. So so maybe that, that was an Easter egg. Maybe that was a true... This is maybe the best case movie ever. Yeah. We need to go through it again. She, Inga, I think, maybe is the only one who gets it. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Mondo Trasho. <laughs> Inga, she probably has a tattoo. She's actually, it was actually Mink Stoll. That's who it was. Amazing. In makeup. An amazing transformation. I did not pick up on that, but I was watching a very uh, low Very great. Well, version. I had the DVD, so the, 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 the image was crystal clear. Are you holding on to that? What's your plan for the D? Oh, what were the bonus features? There was one trivia track, which I started watching, but the trivia was so boring. It was like, <laughs> what was it? It was like, Johnny Be Good was a song that was a hit in the 1950s. Like, it was just like, write that down. the most, like, basic like no one 
at all involved. There was no fun of like, you know, like Cuban Gooding Jr. actually twisted his ankle on this take, but they now used it, you know, fun. something like fun like that. <laughs> None of that. It was all just like touched. Paramount is a studio that produces movies. And I was like, all right, we can turn this off. On water. <laughs> there was a segment on tanning tips. It was just a bunch of girls talking about like their tips for tanning. But there was no actual information. Like you, you could write it what? right now with what you know. Like you write now, basically no actual, no like actual fun information. information. There was just like five girls in bikinis <laughs> who were just like, "Hey, girls." You know, I like to do a tanning. And then like every third joke was like, just like my ex-boyfriend. Ha 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 ha. You know, like, it was just that for like 20 minutes. That's a long time. It was a long time. This just seems like one of those DVDs I would always see it like back in the day. Of course. In Best Buy. For, in like, the discount, in the do- yeah. dollar bin. But like the unrated version next to like the Van Wilder 2, right. the Rise of Taj or whatever it was. Just these weird exactly. like, you know, like Euro Trip 4. Like these weird like <laughs> sex comedies that were like straight to video of a time. But this did not launch a franchise. It did not. So what do you want to give uh, Bow Trip for a bold lip? For the fact that she just eats her lipstick so much, I'll give it a 33. 33! I mean, I didn't notice that at all, but I'll take your word for it, so I'll give it a 33 as well. What does any of this matter? <laughs> Thank you. Which is, you know, uh, uh, Three Amigos had a bold lip, and that got a, a 29.33, so this wow. got more. They didn't eat their lipstick, though. No. Um, all right, Mark, so how about you? What category would you like to pick from the wheel? Well... Oh, wait, I've, is it... Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is everything all right? No, I just forgot <laughs> where we were. We're in California. <laughs> okay, we're in Los you. Angeles. Can we take a break? <laughs> you need to call your mom? No, she won't pick up. Oh, no. <laughs> you need your centering stone. Charge your crystals. I'm going to go. I feel in some ways I want to tank it, but I don't want to. I bet I know. I the ca- can I guess what category it. you're picking? Yeah. Is it slow motion boobs? No, but that was an option. That wasn't an option for me as well. Okay. What are you, what are you picking? From Gremlins. <gasps> Pool, pool trouble. trouble. Okay. There's a big runner. The only mm-hmm. runner? Maybe. Maybe. One of two runners where uh, QB Goody Jr.'s character keeps falling in a pool. Oh, no, that's the trouble. height of hilarity. <laughs> Being a, someone in a swimsuit falling in a pool. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Crazy. They might have to dry off. But he gets rescued by the hot uh, choreographer. Yeah. Well, apparently, she doesn't know anything about gay men. Not at all. <laughs> and she's a choreographer, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a choreographer on a cruise ship let's point that out is that a lesser choreography <laughs> let's say no one tommy toon did not have aspirations to be on not a ship not everyone can be tommy toon exactly though. but we'd all like to be but not everyone can be so you gotta That's take true. jobs where they are exactly and if you can't be tommy toon you go on a cruise ship there's nothing wrong with that i didn't say there's anything wrong with it you're just saying it's not very good i'm just saying put it in perspective I mean, they're doing better than someone who's choreographing something at some like podunk theater or someone alone in their room. How do you know? Because <laughs> they're like being paid to do their craft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you're choreographing in some podunk theater in your room, at least the floor's not going to move on you. What cruise is the floor? What are you talking about? Have you about? talked to anyone who's performed on a cruise? Happens all the time. The floor moves? Yes. Yeah, so you'll well, do you a jump and then the floor will meet you. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't. As like, long as everyone's doing the same thing and it's easy and it's ABBA, I don't like the slagging of cruise ship performers. <laughs> <laughs> working, you got to do something. I think you're projecting. Sure, of course. Yeah. So pool trouble. I mean, there's that, but again, as you said, like they're in swimsuits, so it's not that crazy. But he does not need rescuing. That's true. It's literally pool trouble. I'll give it a twenty-two. 
22. I'll give it 25. All right, John. Now, normally we let a guest pick the Right, but now we have to come up with one. Now we can. So what do we think? I mean, we could just go gay sex. You know what I mean? What don't we have that is like feels like a glaring omission? But also, do we want to help Bow Trip? Well, that's typically what people do. So it feels like fair. What if there's something about like elder statesmen? Like, are you giving? Like, are you giving I mean, attention? They literally say at one point, Roger Moore says the words "old queen." Yeah. I think like we could just say old queens. Old queens. Yeah, that sounds perfect. For our old third queens. year anniversary. For our third year anniversary, we're adding this to old the old queens. Old queens. We got to it really quick too. There we go. So, what do you want to give Bow Trip for old queens? There's a few old queens. We got Roger Moore. Who else? There's like one guy, like Horatio Sands, calls him like a grandpa. At one point. Okay, I thought that was Roger Moore. Was there another one? I don't think there was another one, like a white-haired guy. Maybe. Just take my word for it, John. Okay, sure. If you say so. God. The boat captain. He's not an old queen, though. He's a Broadway guy, though. Bob Gumpton? Bob Gumpton. He's only in one scene. And he's been in some Broadway shows, yeah. And Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) There you go. So so basically, Roger Moore. Yeah. And he's above the line. He's probably the reason the movie got greenlit. Yeah, no. but this isn't this isn't Elizabeth the Golden Age. No, this is not the Queen starting out. Right, Roger Moore and Roger Moore is no Maggie Smith. No, <laughs> I will give it a twenty-three. Twenty-three. I'll give it a thirty. I feel like we don't get a lot of old Queen representation in a lot of things. Okay, so the fact sure, that there sure. was something. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, now we are into the bonus category. Extra, extra. So these categories are just bonus extra points. It's zero to ten percent bonus on what they get. So if it doesn't do well, it's not going to work against the overall score. I mean, but it also doesn't help. We should say that's <laughs> indeed <laughs> not of course. quite true that yeah. it doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't actively. It doesn't work against. Like if you get low under fifty in any of the other previous ones, that will pull down the score a lot. Uh huh. Well, uh, here we go. What do you think, John? Musical potential? Could you see a musical? It would have to be set in the 30s. Or, yeah, you know, like, I mean, you'd have to, it'd have to be like Anything Goes. People. Yeah, exactly. What it, which Anything Goes is set on a boat, too. So it's like, oh, you could do that. I saw that uh, encore. The Disney Plus show encore. They did Anything Goes. Oh, they did one of the ones that Anything Goes. Yeah, it's fun. It was fun. It's a great score. Cole Porter. That's the one. Oh, John, a dream. listen to me. <laughs> uh, I think it could, but... But you but don't why? want it. Exactly. Who it's wants like, to see on a marquee at the Richard Rogers Theater? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really out of my comfort zone here. Wow. No, uh, boat good. Trip, the music. Where Hamilton is playing. Yeah. yeah. Hamilton's closed, Hamilton's finally, closed. to make room for Boat Trip. But Lynn manuel Miranda did write this. Of course he did. <laughs> you could do it. So for that, I will give it a four. I mean, you could, but should you? Right. Absolutely not. No. Uh, I'll give this a two. Giving it an average of three. What you know what, though? That's point. Three, three points higher than Power of the Dog. Okay. So it's easier to make a boat trip musical than Power of the Dog musical. Power of the Dog has all those mountains, all those horses. Yeah, but you got, uh, there's Western musicals. Annie, get your gun. And sure. Oklahoma. Paint your wagon. Paint your wagon. Of course. They call yeah. the Wind Mariah. That's from Paint Your Wagon. Clint Eastwood. Uh, my In parents the movie. had the soundtrack. Nice. To the movie. So I don't know. bite my head I off about No one did recording. anything. No one did a damn thing. That's year one bullshit. <laughs> We're past that now. <laughs> I know, which is why I didn't say anything. <laughs> and yet, have you still seen Predator? 
No, I haven't seen Predator. See, God, I can move. I can what learn. Are you talking I about? can grow. You haven't I, seen Predator in this whole time. You didn't tell me I was supposed to see Predator. It was implied. Okay, well, now I know. I have three years. Speaking of Predators, Queer Menace. Are there any Queer Menaces? So, I mean, you could make the argument that that them being on the boat, like if they are the main characters, so the fact that they're on this gay cruise is gay menacing. menacing. Anybody. No one's like scared of them. But they are scared to be on that like i mean to them everyone else is the queer menace yes exactly that's that's the only thing i would say you could give it points for to take that point of view on it yeah so for that i will give it a three fair enough begrudgingly begrudgingly yeah i'll give it a three giving it an average of three all right our next one character actress makes a big swing well lynn shea is is doing a sketch comedy character definitely so you got to give it for her Inga sort of is as well. I mean, she's she two-dimensional. Correct. Like, I just felt bad for her. Right. It took. She took a big swing. Did it hit? No. But that's not the category. I think just, <laughs> that's true. just taking just the taking swing. Just taking the swing. You got some points for that. Out. You're talking about Lynn? Yeah, I'm talking about Lynn. Not Manuel Miranda. <laughs> We're talking about Lynn Shay. You're not talking about Shaft. I'm talking about Lynn. I'm talking about Shay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we can dig it. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just talking about Shay. I love when background singers have a call and response with the lead singer. When they have a dialogue. Sure. You know, like in Mermaids. Sure. Uh, That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, she yeah. says one point. You're not You're listening, listening to what I, I said. said. Background uh, singers. If you want to know. You must love where my background singer's at. Of course. <laughs> I watch it every Classic. Christmas. Of course. The holiday doesn't begin. No. So, yeah. I mean, she does make a big swing. But then... I don't know. It's no such like a really cartoonish, does. reductive, regressive character. It should be in Austin Powers. In some ways, it feels... Austin Powers would be lucky to have... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no Austin one's lucky. Pa- this makes you appreciate Austin Powers even more. Exactly, yes. I would say. Of course. Even Mike Myers would say, this. that character is too broad. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing there to that character. There's nothing there. She's just horny for Horatio Sands. <laughs> I mean, that's unactable. And I'm not even talking about his body or his physical appearance. No. Anyone could be attracted to anybody. But his character and actual person is so repellent. His character, I think, like I was while watching this movie, wished we just saw a better actor try to do something with this role. Yeah, give it some vulnerability, some Because I just don't think Horatio Sands is an, an actor. And so I was kind of like... Maybe like if Jack Black, like, of course, these actors would all turn it down, but you almost wish like someone who could do something interesting. Horatio Sands, I don't think he could. And I think he just was like, it was it was a performance that just seemed like he woke up that day and said, here's what I'm going to do. There's no sense of like a larger story of this character or where a character, you know, like, and granted, the script is not it's not there in the script. The director's not giving it to him like there's nothing there. But here's someone who doesn't have the skills to direct himself. And so it's especially bad. Yes. So, what do you want to give it? For what are we giving it for again? <laughs> character actress makes a big swing. Oh, for swing. character actress makes a big swing. One. A one. I also will give it a one. Give it an average of one. All right, the next category. Witches. How witchy is it? I don't... I mean, is this sun tanning? T- it feels like in some ways that's the opposite of witchiness. That's not witchy. I mean, like, is doing I mean, drag, like, a- like, witchy and that, like, you're... Yeah, but it wasn't like particularly yeah. good drag. We were saying sure, it was very basic. Very basic. First thought. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. There's hardly any like women in it, and like there's hardly any like. 
there's just nothing. There's just nothing. Is teaching choreography it was very like hard casting to pay a spell? Attention to this movie. It was very <laughs> it was bad. hard not to look at my phone. It was really hard to pay attention. I literally stopped four or five times to like do dishes to like wake my brain up or to like just do something to try to re engage. Screaming at your husband. He was gone. Because you screamed at him? Exactly. <laughs> I, I got a divorce. <laughs> was that no. what did it? <laughs> I got a divorce so I could so I could watch Boat Trip. Has there ever been a time you're watching a movie for the podcast? Okay. I'm curious how the podcast... I mean, it's, it's just us. We're just Of course, it's here. just us. We're just talking. Uh, has there ever been a time you're watching a movie for the podcast? Your husband, also a big movie buff. Yes, maybe very much than more you. so, though, definitely bigger than me. He sees you watching a movie. Has he ever said, oh, this looks interesting, and sits down and watches it with you as he, after you've already started it? There are times I will I will usually tell him like this is the movie I have to watch. Are you interested? Because there are times where he's like, oh yeah, I would. Either he hasn't watched it or like he would watch it again, kind of thing. And there are definitely times where he'll be like, I'll start it, and then does continue to watch it. But I don't think there's ever been a movie where he was like, that's dumb, and then was like, actually, I love it. I don't think that's happened. Has there been movies he's like left during the middle of? There have definitely been times where he's like, well, enjoy watching the rest of this. Sure. Like what? Uh, I don't remember. Really in my head. That one, I think he probably was like, I've seen this enough times. Grease. I don't remember. I don't remember. You don't remember. That's fine. Anyway, witches. Witches. Zero. Zero. Yeah. I, too, will go zero, John. And, you know, I'm always loving some. Where's the witch cruise? I'm sure there Get is some one. Witches There's got to be one. Yeah. They love to gamble. Do they? I they guess love so. a show. <laughs> they love a show. Have you ever performed for a group of a coven? I've never performed for a coven that I know that of. of. I've performed for uh, clothing optional audiences, though. What do you mean? People who came and... Where? S- this is in New York many years ago. That doesn't answer. What do you, what mean? Do you mean? Clothing optional audiences. Where? What venues are hosting clothing they, they optional would buy audiences? Out a, they would like buy out a performance. Of what? Of the, One of the shows was a, a country western musical adaptation of Oedipus. And so it was bought out by a nudist group. And so they just all sat on towels and were naked and watched us do a show. Is the show like, is there nudity in no, the show? It was just a show. It wasn't at a P-I-S-S? No, it was not at a piss. Although there was the riddle of the sphincter. So it was a little cheeky, but there was no nudity. <laughs> Sounds like it was literally cheeky. The stage <laughs> and the audience. That performance it was. Were, I imagine they were well behaved. Of course. <laughs> I've always been my dream to watch a theatrical production in the nude. I guess if you're just someone who just likes to be naked. I guess, I mean, alone in my apartment or with a friend. Sure. I have no problem. More than a friend. Good. Sure. <laughs> but I don't want to in public, like, I, w- I guess you would have to, I would have to bring my own towel. I don't want to just sit on some. Yeah, that's what they all do. Seats, man. Especially in New York City. And they're in the wearing flip flops or on. something. You got to wear I shoes. I don't remember. They might have been wearing shoes. Was there anyone in the audience who wasn't part of the nudist? Uh, well, you could only really see the first row or two. So and maybe did in the back. you tweak the content of the play? To we a- did not. Mm-hmm. We were true to artistic vision. <laughs> Uh, we were artists. We created something, and we were going to do our show. Did you play an Oedipus? I was like various roles. Oh, I always get Oedipus confused with Equus. Sure. So I'm thinking, did you blind the horse? I did not blind the horse. But there's someone who's blinded in Oedipus. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. That's a Greek tragedy. There for you me. go. Uh, our next category: gay actors playing gay roles. Zero. Well, I figured there's got to be some. None of the main roles. Were any of the people... But in I that... figured in the midst of... Sure. Some people who there were... There's got to have been some of in the background. Extras, yes. Sure. Some of the but in a movie in like... where you have a bunch of roles that are gay and none of the actors are yes, gay... Yes, that is like, damning. Yes. 
I feel like I just want to give it a zero because the actual gay roles, like the ones that you'd be like, oh, you actually. But there probably are. Like those two guys kissing are probably really gay. But like no Maybe. one, were any of the guys he played poker with, were any of them gay? I don't know. I don't it was think hard so. To, uh, hard to the know. IMDb uh, page for this isn't extensive. I tried no. to look out who, look up who was playing. And there was that drag queen though at the end. They were probably a real drag queen. Probably. So that's one. All right, I'll give it a one then for this. That's all I'm asking for, John. Sure. Well, you I got don't know you wanted. I'm fighting for this. <laughs> Accuracy. That's why. Maybe. Sure. Uh, integrity, which sure. you love. None to of this really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give it a one. All right, next one. Themes of mothers. I mean, is there? Mm. I, I would dare you to find any theme in this movie. What is the theme? <laughs> what are the what? Are, what are we saying about society? <laughs> what, what is, is yeah, the point? What are, of this are we supposed movie? to walk What's away the from this movie? Away? Yeah, we're supposed to be like, Women I'm glad are crazy I saw that. And gays are surprisingly nice. Yeah, but still gross. And this is two years after 9 11. Mm-hmm. We still need to learn these lessons. No, we knew. We knew. We knew. We had already seen Danny on the Real World New Orleans. <laughs> Zero. Which are you watching the reunions? I haven't. I heard there. I heard that one's good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Next category: drinks thrown in faces. You would think on a gay cruise. I was trying to think of like being pushed in the pool. Is that like a drink thrown in the face? I mean, what is a pool if not the drink of the boat? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the drink of the boat. I mean, for that, I feel like you got to give it a one. But does he get pushed in or just like fall in? He Doesn't, mostly falls in. Yeah. Because the second time he sees her and like kind of like she's hot and falls in. And the first time he just falls in because he's drunk. Right. I don't go into most movies thinking there's going to be a drink. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Right, right. Of course. Because when it does, when it hits, how great. What a splash it makes. I'll go one. Four. Just because the cruise itself is a drink thrown in their face of like, this is what you get for being mean to us. <laughs> sure. But even before they get on, there's another problem with the movie. Even before they get on the gay crew, you don't really know what they think of like gay people necessarily. Like you right. don't like it's not even mentioned. Right. They meet. They don't even know the travel agents who set them up on this are gay until right because that's no one's supposed they, to. Yeah. So like it's not like a big. Th- it's not like they've spent the first 15 minutes of the movie establishing that these guys these are like, have issues. Yeah. It's just like it's just a thing. It might as well have been like an 80s cruise. I'm like we don't right. like the 80s. <laughs> i'll also give it a one finally the last of the bonus categories quips how quippy is this it's not is there anything i didn't write anything down the one thing i wrote down there's one point where uh jerry cuba gooding jr's uh love interest is showing demonstrating how she gives oral sex and he gets so turned on that he uh, has to run to the porthole in his room and stick his dick out of it. Cut to uh-huh. Roger Moore and his date, and his date has come on his oh, face, right. and he says, for goodness sakes, Lloyd, at least kiss me first. Okay. Sure. Was that guy gay? I have no idea. What does that have to do with it? It's know. a quip. I guess so. Felicia did say, be careful with those briefcases. They're more than what you make in a year. Is that a quip? Mm, it's bitchy. Smoke and sturgeon. Coach's pussy just blew up. How gay can a breakfast buffet be? I mean, that's a stupid question. Breakfast buffets, buffets are inherently gay. Yes. Anything with chopped fruit. What do you think the gayest meal is, John? The gayest meal? Something with funfetti, I guess. So dessert? Probably. I think a breakfast buffet. A breakfast kind of. Mama, brunch, you know what Mimosa, I mean? Mimosa, sure. There we go. I was Eggs Benedict. 
You got that sauce. Steve Benedict. <laughs> you don't know uh, him? Get over him. Uh, and his sauce. <laughs> A real Bernays, if you know uh, what I'm saying. Mm, you could uh, butter my muffin? Okay. Sure. Sure, sure. Uh, what do you want to give this for quips? One. One. I'll give it a one for Lloyd coming on his face. Finally, we're into the, not finally, mm-hmm. second finally, we're into the iconic category. So these are the bigger, broader, more wide umbrella categories, so it's zero to 200 for these. I know. All right. Just in case anyone is listening to us for the first this time. This is their first one? I mean, it happens. It does happen. Let us know if this is the first time listening to us. <laughs> uh, all right. The first one, homoeroticism. How homoerotic is Boat Trip? I mean, the the most homoerotic it gets is Will Ferrell kissing, uh, what's his name on the no, cheek? No, there's two guys like making out in the background okay. on, on the ship. And the background. Does, yeah, but that's, that is more than of course. the peck between Will Ferrell and... Artie Lang. Artie Lang, who have no sexual chemistry. I don't, I'm sure that the shock of no one. Oh, yeah. I will give it a three. A three, the least horny movie you've ever seen. Yeah, I'll give it a a, a six. Give an average of 4.5, which is 0.27 points. 27th of a point. Okay. I think that's how you say that. 27th of a point. 27th of a point lower, higher. No, point seventeenth, seventeenth of a point okay. higher than Dead Poets Society. <laughs> there you go. We got it. All right, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Bow Trip and come away with a whole book of ideas? There's a drag show in it. But I think anything in it is so derivative, and there's better examples literally... Of course. Everywhere. But there is a drag show in it, so there's something. But even like his drag wasn't like good. It seemed like I he agree. was so I can't wear like a brassiere. I can't wear bread. I'll just be shirtless and be like kind of like a conga line kind of Sure. It seemed more like he was like the man in like a showgirls style show. Right, right, right. And like it didn't read as drag necessarily. But there's also the room the guy across the hall. What's his name? Hector. Hector. There's like a little bit. Um, I did think the tanning coaches, she did have the sweet. Oh, she had like sort of like a, a Susan Powder kind of go. Yeah. Like a flag inspired. There's a little bit. Jumpsuit. I'll go 32. 32. That feels generous. I'll go 20. Uh, Heidi in closet. You can skip this one. <laughs> All right, John. Now your favorite category. I love this category. Is it? What is your favorite category? We'll save that for later. Okay. Um, camp factor. How campy is Bow Trip? Well, you would think a Bow Trip. You think camp, right? There are things in it that the gayest feel form of campy. travel. We both agree. Exactly. <laughs> sure. No arguments there. No. I think Roger Moore is the campiest thing about it. He's given a pretty. He's a little. He's campy. the only one that seems to get it, but he's also a pro. Yeah. British. He's the one who's like, I. This means nothing to he my. He probably career. knows what Panto is. <laughs> He's done, yeah. He's played as evil stepmother in Panto before. When I did you know what Panto was when they first mentioned it on UK Drag Race? Had you heard yeah. of that? Mm-hmm. I think because you were in New York. I don't think Maybe I reached California. 
<laughs> and I grew up with English people next door. And they never invited you to a panto? They never mentioned panto. We they didn't, didn't have like panto you. in San Jose. They did not like you. I th- no, they, they knew me. They're not going to tell me about well, panto. that says something, doesn't it? Please. I was, imagine this as a six-year-old. I was the same. I, I, <laughs> yes, I'm fully changed. aware of that. <laughs> I was. <laughs> they probably figured you knew. We're like, don't tell him he, that. It's insulting. That's yeah. We don't want to talk down to him. <laughs> condescending. How rude. Um... But no, I never knew what Panto was until that UK drag race. And still, when they're talking about, it, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea. I had to Google. Oh, and then I was asked a British person, and they had oh, to there explain you go. it. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, there's these standard stock characters sure, they do, sure. apparently. <laughs> right. Speaking of standard stock characters, I got a quick list of campy things I Let's noticed. Hear it. Would you like to hear it, John? I'd love to hear it. <laughs> face to face, even. <laughs> no, it's so nice. All right, here we go. Here's a quick list of campy things I know. And a very quick, I should say. Very. Throwing up on your girlfriend in a hot air balloon. A comedic musical score doing all of the heavy lifting and still failing. Any scene in a movie with a masseuse. Hijinks at a travel agency. Hooking up in the dressing room of international mail. A comedy movie with long stretches of brutally unfunny scenes. An erotic dance sequence completely overstaying its welcome. Discovering that gay people can be nice. Having an orgasmic reaction to chocolate. Hot people being attracted to a disgusting character. Warring tanning teams. A funny pastor. And finally, Roger Moore refu- ref- ugh, and finally Roger Moore refers to himself as a hard party and old queen making this the first instance of us. Yay. Yay. So, but that's pretty for yeah, a movie pretty... set on a gay cruise. Yeah. Or just... someone basically does a Carmen Miranda impression at some point. Yeah, it just made it's like so farce sad. isn't the most relevance or uh you know current <laughs> tone comedy sure. form mm-hmm. but it really makes you wish like god any episode of fraser has more farce exactly than um it's not uh, yeah so what it's do you think campy. for camp i'll camp? go 33 33 it's i'll give it a 30 given an average of 31.50 finally we're into the crown jewel all right so these in case you're listening for the first time we don't rate these we just say yes or no it gets this category or not all right. The first we have to agree, and we don't have a tiebreaker. We don't have a tiebreaker. So the two this of one us could be tough. It could be tough. We could get into it. This could <laughs> go this on could for another four hours. <laughs> this could be the end of the podcast. Nobody's leaving this room until we figure <laughs> out if Boat Trip should get a fifteen percent bonus, fifteen percent for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. What I think is an interesting question is that the very interesting the most fascinating question we can ask ourselves right now is is just how it actually the gay characters are not the villains it's just like their homophobia and their gay panic but the gay characters themselves i mean like they are two-dimensional and stereotypical but they're not horrible horrible in that way but they're also all portrayed by straight men so i don't there's that i feel like the makers of this movie Never showed this script to any gay people. I don't see, yeah. feel like there felt like there were no they, gay people actually involved. They don't know gay people. Right. Yeah, they don't care for gay people. Probably not. They're just as shocked that gay people can be nice. Yeah, that was actually a, something that was surprising a to them. A plot point. Yeah. So even though it is, there's an argument you could make that it could get it, and I do feel like there have movies in the past we've given this bonus to that maybe did less than this movie in that way, but I still don't want to give it to Boat Trip. Did you have an easier time giving it to, although I don't think you did, to Power of the Dog? I think that was a tiebreaker one. Oh, that might have been. That was a 2v1. Well, I didn't give it to that one either, probably. All right. 
Uh, what else have we? We've given it to the watermelon woman, of course. And Not then a airplane. Problem. I mean, you got Johnny. Yeah. I mean, that's what this boat trip needs is a Johnny. That's what I thought. I thought if this went crazy, like like that one scene with the cap, the boat captain with the binoculars, that that had a very airplaney energy to it, and that it was just whacking crazy. And I thought but also like oh, where, the whole movie had that, then that would at least be fun. But like, where's the bitchy queen? Where's like the exactly? Sad, you know, there was no one. Yeah, like this movie needed a fairy godmother or just something like that. Where like it's not just they're playing poker. It like, was it's a just seventy-year-old screenwriter's idea of what gay people were from the eighties. From the eighties, and it was two thousand three. They're like, all right, I guess we won't make them predators. Okay, so they don't have AIDS. Okay, great. All right, got it. Well, uh, <laughs> find and replace. Uh, they have uh, pina coladas. There you go. No, <laughs> that I fits. just came down with pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say that. Uh, so I think we're saying it does not. Does not get it. Okay. No. And then finally, John, are you ready for this? Negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not. Hold on. Wait a minute. Adjust your glasses. This is the movie Boat Trip. Oh, he's getting out his abacus. So it will be losing 50% of its okay, points. Okay, it happened. All righty. After almost a year. It's been two, two years. Two years. Almost two of years waiting, this one. We have finally. We finally reached the scientific end. So how, how do you think, if you had to guess now? I know exactly. I'm looking oh, that's at right. it, John. How do you think it did? Is the question. I think without the, without the negative 50%, I don't think it does as bad as you would think it would do because it does have some sort of things in it. Like right. it has some broad characters and stuff like that. But we it also, does have that negative 50% bonus. I also don't think we gave it anything at any point. It, did it ever get over? Uh, what's the highest score we gave it was 33. <laughs> it was the highest yeah. score. No, it so, got a 56 in Mike Pence anxiety scale. Yeah, so I think... Like and if that's the highest you're getting, like this that's would, true. Although so, that would you make it, you would think that would, a rising Mike Pence anxiety lifts all boats. But you not think, but not in this case. This not is, in this case. I would say, I would say without the fifty, with the fifty, it's in the bottom five or so. Without the fifty, it's probably in not quite the bottom ten. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll tell you exactly how it. Did. <laughs> oh, interesting. Please. <laughs> Out of a total possible one thousand eight hundred eighty-one point twenty, Boat Trip has scored. 178.20, giving it a percentage of 9.47, making it the 154th gayest movie ever. The least not as gay as Goodwill Hunting, but it's not gayer than Death, I guess. Goodwill Hunting or uh, Goodwill Hunting or When Harry Those are Sally. both tied. Those have both have 16.10. What is Boat this trip have? has a 9.47. So, and so even the without that fifty percent, it would have been like an eighteen point something. Yeah, right? it would have been, or like no, like uh, half of that. Like uh, no, no, you'd be double that, right? Because it's fifty percent. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's not mm. double, but then to read, I don't you know. you take fifty percent off of it, Let's so that's half of it. So that would be eighteen point. It'd be whatever. a sixteen point ten without it. Don't worry about it, John. I don't think that's right. But well, because okay. it's not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. So w if without the fifty percent, what does it score? Sixteen point ten. But where where does that put it in that? One hundred fifty three. So what's it in that case? Uh, it is then not as gay as Goodwill. It's tied with Goodwill Hunting and Oh, Mary it's in Met that world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's in the, it's in the well. Gotcha. In the well. Yeah, I think that makes sense, especially considering that it is a movie set in a gay space and that it is so ungay. That's the biggest crime. Truly. Uh, boat trip, yeah, worth the it wait. Right. I guess. I it guess does so. Yeah. Right. 
Huh. Well, thank you to everyone who helped uh, thank get us the copy of it. <laughs> yes. Thank or you. The your scholarship. I hope you're still glad you did that. Well, we appreciate that. Two year wait. Uh huh. A wait? Imagine a wait for a boat trip. Well, it was filmed in 2001. It didn't come out to 2003. So I guess it makes sense. So I guess that's exactly what happened. It's keeping of the theme. Mm -hmm. uh, is there any. Right. Uh, do we want to t announce what movie is taking over the boat trip? Oh, slot? right. We do. We already know. We and already it's know. one you and I have both seen. We have both seen. This is new for this spot, but go on. It's Roland Emmerich's Stonewall. Yes. A movie we've seen, and it is indeed very bad. It tells very the story bad. of the Stonewall riots. By taking a 15-minute detour to a Kansas farm in the middle of There's the There's that. And a white twink through the first brick. Yes, Thank God. Uh, rewriting history. Of course. Uh, so I remember, sure we'll I haven't seen again. it since then. Go figure. I have not either, no. Um, but we'll see how that holds up. But we, we have see. both seen that. Indeed. We also, what else haven't we seen, John? What else haven't we seen? Oh, we've got some emails. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Let's talk emails. <laughs> that was my segue. Very good segue. The first one is from Lindsay. And Lindsay, the email the titles, but is it really a montage? Mm. And Lindsay writes, I just wanted to let you two know that you're the greatest. Thank, Thank you. you. I started listening as soon as the pandemic hit. I've been a super fan ever since. I began by just picking out episodes of movies that I already saw or loved. I've been since exhausting the catalog. Uh. Side note, the show truly gets better with age. Oh, Aww. just like us. That's true. The longer format isn't as rushed, and speaking in unison has been fine-tuned. John knows just how to scandalize, and Mark has perfected being scandalized. Mm. So I got desperate. I just started searching by episodes on iTunes and your individual names to download episodes of other pods that either or both of you have guested on. None of the other shows compare, but I do what I got to do. Wow. I leave you with this. One, I love you, and you have helped me through a dark pandemic. Two, excuse me, Richard Blaze, it's a Tibetan prayer bell. The <laughs> end. right. Thank you. And then an otter is just a wetter, fancier prairie dog from Lindsay Hot Potato. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> so many facts and, and truths in that email, Lindsay. Uh, yeah, I don't. Thank I'm, you. That's so nice. We're glad to. So sweet. This has been an escape for us. In, I would indeed, say too. Absolutely. Applying some structure to our day and nice. fun to our week. Something. Yes. Talk about something that totally unrelated to any reality in a lot of ways, which <laughs> is true, a true. nice escape. With truly no uh, stakes at all whatsoever. Yeah, indeed. and she referenced that we both appeared on Richard Blaze's podcast called Food Court. Food Court. Yes. Like a year ago. That was a while point. ago. That was a fun one. That was fun. You know what I realized? Because then I watched just a few months ago or a week ago, I watched episode, <laughs> a season of Top Chef. Okay. And Richard Blaze, they had all stars, but he oh, was yeah, like yeah. a judge. He was one of the recurring judges. Yes. And I was like, oh, he really like, and then doing his podcast, it all came together. Like, oh, he really is into like judging. Oh, yeah. Which is like, he's really passionate about like, what are the parameters you're using to judge things on? Oh, and right. And he's right, really right. like passionate. He's, and about he's also that. very good at that, too. Sure. Which I like hearing how someone like unpacks their. The process, the process or the way they, they yeah, the way they look at it. That is Because it's all like arbitrary, but he comes certain up, way. He's such an analytical genius person. Right, exactly. But we had a lot of fun. I believe we were dating fun. who had the best. Was it the was Burger King versus McDonald's. Yes. and uh, You won that one. Uh, yes. There we go. Yes, of okay, course. Thanks. Oh, you were leading <laughs> us to that. Interesting. I maybe didn't want to spoil it. Maybe, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you didn't want to spoil that you came out on top. Uh, speaking of coming out on top, we've got That's another email from Eric. Uh, it is titled Night Riders 1981. A suggestion for a sleeper movie that would probably score surprisingly high is Night Riders mm. from 1981. You see, you see Ed Harris's bare ass. There's a few actual gay characters, and the story is about a Ren Faire group who does motorcycle jousting, mm. and it's like for real, and the intergroup <laughs> dynamics are tense. Okay. 
I've right, seen. Eric. Have you ever heard of it? I, can, I have not. I've seen, seen the. Well, I've seen the the trailer, box, the VHS. Box. Okay, gotcha. It's like it is like a night, a medieval night on a motorcycle. Oh, interesting. Uh it sounds great. That sounds like a musical. Sure. sure. Starlight Express. <laughs> Isn't that all that is? They're trains, but sure. <laughs> basically they? the same. They're trains. Yeah. You didn't know that. It's basically the the little engine that could. That's what Starlight Express the musical is. There is there a story? Yeah, it's a train wants to win a race, but it's a steam engine, but he tries real hard and he does. Oh. So there's like two tracks side by side? No, there's like a bunch of... Are I don't some know, people like cars? No one's a car, but they're different but like kinds of engines. like cars of the train. Everyone's an engine. D- well, some like... So there's like a smoking car. There's a... Di- like the women are all like smoking car, dining car, but the men are the different the engines. The men are never engines. Women are never engines. Not in the uh, original Starlight Express. That Who knows changed? what kind of rewrite... Some sort of non-binary take they might have taken. Who knows? Uh, it sounds terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. But Night Riders sounds great. Sounds like that could be fun. It sounds like a fun post-apocalyptic. Uh, yeah, someone brings that in. You could bring it in. Don't we have I Queen's could. Choice Those coming, are coming up in up a few soon. months? That's true. Is that That's July, true. August, 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 August. Close. Coming up. <laughs> though you're remember. right. And then our final email we have is from Jeffrey, and it is titled Top Gun Maverick. Uh Uh-oh. Hi, Mark and John. Loving the podcast and looking forward to the new scoring scheme. I'm hoping it's even more Byzantine than ever. I just watched Top Gun Maverick last weekend and loved it for pure cinematic experience. Much Mm. like the first movie, it felt that there was obvious queer overtones. I felt most interactions between Rooster, Miles Teller, and Hangman Glenn Powell. It felt like they were playing some psychosexual game in each scene they shared together. I would love to hear your thoughts on the movie and whether you think it would score well. Thanks again and keep up the good work. Jeff. Well, actually, we have reviewed the original. That's right. That's 56th place with uh, 69.42. Okay. I do think, I really, I know you didn't care for the Duel and Tuma. I loved it. I saw it in IMAX, beautiful presentation. Sure, I sure. thought it was a blast. I do think the new one is less gay than the original. Sure, I would say so. Because there's just, they also don't have the like... You know, I'm going to ride up his tailpipe. I'm go- they don't have that. <laughs> there's not quite so much that. There's and there's more of it like an awareness. Like I think in the first time, yeah. they didn't quite know what that volleyball scene was going to be. You know what I mean? They yeah. just knew like every, there was like it was a gayer decade. I feel like and it was a more sexualized heightened. It was more heightened sexualized, and so that that sort and of beautiful like, male people beautiful stuff came people. out right. And like there are definitely like super. This cast is gorgeous oh, yeah, of course. from top to bottom <laughs> hey um but it's definitely less gay i thought it was a blast though you john i thought it was i was sort of like surprised that people were talking but were acting like it was the best movie that's ever existed it felt like a movie like it was definitely fun i loved all the action sequences i loved that they were real and practical and yes. all that stuff was great the character stuff like the beats and the story just felt very like sort of schlocky and dumb to me sure and so which I think is fine, but it was just surprising me. People were like, it's the perfect movie. I cried five times. I'm like, why? It's <laughs> like it's cry, really not. But I thought good. for me, for seeing it like in the summer, you know what I mean? Sure. To me, it is like what I miss about going to like big summer movies is the spectacle. Right. Like the, you, at least the studio picture, like you knew it wasn't going to be the best story or characterization, Correct. but you knew it would deliver in spectacle and do something that only right. a big budget studio picture could do. Absolutely. And this totally delivered on that. And I thought the action had like real tension. And I, I agree. My palms were steady. It was exciting. Uh-huh. There were things you didn't know were coming. Yep. Um, so I thought it, that's pretty much all I wanted from it. And I thought at all, everything else I was like fine with. I wasn't like, uh-huh. I didn't cry or I wasn't like overwhelmed emotionally by it at any point. I right. just thought it was like a super fun. It was just so funny how like being, it feels fresh because it's so old fashioned in a way. Like it I feels suppose. like a movie they made like in the nineties that they don't yeah. make, like, where it's like a self-contained action. It's not. And at the end, it's only like 
still it's only like two fighters. You know what I mean? It's not like a. I feel like if this was a Fast and Furious or Marvel movie, it would be Maverick versus an entire fleet of like sure. CGI. And I was so glad that by keeping the stakes grounded, it's even that much more intense. Sure. You know, because you're still thinking, well, this is feels real. Like we're still seeing. It like, still real felt planes. to me like the like the whole last sequence just felt like the end of Star Wars. Like I knew, like even like with some of the visuals sure. of like you're going down here, Canyons. I knew that like there was. You know, I just, I mean, and again, like, it was fun. It was good, but it was like, of course, it's going to be, there's going to be that next thing. And like, oh, they're not out of trouble yet. And well, then, of course, sure. this person came in, all that stuff. You would so prefer it way, if everything happened to plan and there were no, no surprises. But I feel, it's again, I think part of it is that the fact that so many people were so effusive to me made me go, it's not that good. Well, I don't think but it's I also best think that picture there was, or anything. But people, but are, people were talking about that on social media. I think media. it's one of the best, like, who cares what this is? So I think it's one of the best, like, <laughs> right. action pictures I've seen in a long time. Yes, I agree. So, which is all I wanted from it. I'm not expecting, like, pathos or anything. Right. It's definitely better than the original. I would watch this yeah. one over the original. Just the plain stuff is just plain amazing. Stuff is better. The chemistry is better. But yeah, there's just so much, like, hokey stuff in it, too, that I'm just kind of like, well, a yeah, little eye rolling. Yeah. But all right. Um, so but that's I, what we think about. That's it. what I think. I do think the original is gayer, though. It's definitely but this gayer. one would still do well. Yes, but it's not just not. It doesn't have that. And also, like the song during like the touch football game is like <laughs> just some. It's not like playing with the boys. It's just some random right. One Direction song. So <laughs> I feel like now I can finally. I've already done a podcast where I talk about Top Gun Maverick. No, Mama done. wants a movie. Now I feel. You've, you've said all there is to go. say. I've said all it is. But I do think it's the action movie to beat this. I don't know what other. I agree. Movie I think it will probably win the... a ton of those technical awards at the Oscars. It should. Just like the cinematography yeah. alone is like stunning. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Which, but no. thank you, Jeffrey. I What's not crazy enough. are our listeners and our emails. No, we love. We Keep love sending Please them. sending them. Yes, we will. We will. If there's will anything you want us to talk about, we love talking. Kylie Minogue. We'll talk about we'll her. We'll talk about her. I don't know as much as I should, but I'll talk about John. Her. I'll do some research if you ask me research. Questions. Why not watch some concerts? Watch some concerts. Kylie Minogue. You don't think she gives a good concert? I, I bet, bet she gives she a great concert. I bet she does. But she's up there with Madonna. John, that's like your highest price. Up there. Possible. True. True. Yeah. Does anyone do a better concert than Madonna? Uh, there's a way in which like Madonna sort of said, this is what concerts can be. So I feel like every pop artist is doing sort of like a a response to a Madonna concert. Probably Beyonce probably is like working on a bigger scale. Maybe she might be the closest. That homecoming, that Coachella. Pretty incredible. Pretty huge. Pretty huge. But like Madonna's still working on that. Like, yeah. How excited are you for this biopic she's directing? I'm excited, but I'm sure I, but I don't have any expectations if that makes sense. You have no expectations? Like, it could be great. It could be insane. It could be... It's probably going to be both. <laughs> That's my hope. Somewhere, you just hope it's not insane and bad. I hope it's not just, boring. like, perfunctory. I hope it's not like, oh, she read Save the Cat, and here's the movie. I don't think she read Save the Cat. No. <laughs> I really doubt that Donna read Save the Cat. She might have read the Wikipedia entry for Save she the maybe, Cat. Uh, is there an audiobook of it, maybe? Absolutely. Sure, Diablo Cody was like, well, you know. Yeah. It's outdated, but it has some points. Just don't be a memento. That was my takeaway. There you go. The cat. Write blank check if you can. Um, That's it. So, yeah. So, um, they could send us an email. email yes. At toolqueens, twooldqueens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Any suggestions, questions? If there's something you think we got wrong in Boat Trip, we would love to hear it. We also got a Twitter and an Instagram at twooldqueens, twooldqueens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain all the current movie rankings. Yes. And we have merch if you go to Public, and uh, you could search our title. We have a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones. And a percentage of all the profits goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch. You're helping people out. And finally, we have a Patreon. What? 
If this isn't enough, go to patreon.com slash two old queens. And for a measly $5 a month, you get twice the queen. Yes, it's two old queens, the retirement plan. Yeah. So there you go. So that's it. That's so happy it. three years here to happy year four. That's a presidential oh term. Presidential term. Oh, Probably we look so Biden's much older. The Probably. total amount of Biden's <laughs> presidential term as okay. well. Let's not get political. Well, he's bombing big time. <laughs> he's really bad. Um, I wish they had a better response. Um, well, that's Great. where we're at. We did. <laughs> Uh, everyone, thank you all so much for you. being a part of it. Whether you just joined us or you've been with us for three years, we really we appreciate, appreciate it. And we do love fun. hearing from you guys. Of course, yes. So nice. Uh, but that's it for next. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen, artwork by Conrad Shin, and special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.